Well, today I have on my heart to share a short word with you. And the title of my message would be The Power of Forgiveness. The Power of Forgiveness. It's amazing what forgiveness can do. It is amazing what forgiveness can do. It can bring unity among nations that are roaring against each other. It can bring unity among tribes that are fighting with each other. It can bring reconciliation in a family that are divided. It can bring healing in the hearts of children towards parents and parents towards children. And all of this does love. Love. The opposite of love, of course, we all know it's unforgiveness. And you know what unforgiveness do, right? It's, it leads to bitterness. It leads to fear. And sometimes we think in our life that if we can just close in and, and just keep offenses, we actually think that we're doing damage to the other person. But unforgiveness is like poison that only affects you. Unforgiveness, it's a prison that you think that that person is actually in there. But unfortunately, you find yourself in that prison. And I would like to share what love can do. The power of love. And we all know that love brought forgiveness. Not only among each other. Do you know it's because of love we're even here today? Do you know it's because of the power of love that came from above? We are here today. Brothers and sisters. Different nationalities. Different tongues. Different languages. Different styles of worship. Some stand like that. And some like that. And some are dancing. That's what love does. It brings us together as one. Because we're serving Him. Who is a source of love. Praise God. Praise, praise God. The power of unforgiveness. Or the power of forgiveness. Not the unforgiveness. The of forgiveness. I have a small daughter. And sometimes it's so hard to get her to say sorry. She's two and a half almost. And she knows when she's doing something bad. Because she gets quiet. And she gets a little stubborn. And I'm wondering where in the world she's getting that one from. But then when I look in the mirror, I know it's me. <laughs> and if she's a little bit misbehaving. And I say, we have, now you have to go and say sorry to your mom. You have to ask for forgiveness. And she doesn't want to do it. She rather be punished. She rather stay in time out. She won't do it. And then five minutes later when she realizes that we're not going to bend. She comes and says really quietly. Sorry. <laughs> and sometimes I want to make sure she said it. And she's like, what did you say? Say one more time. And then it's another three minutes. <laughs> and then I ask her to say it in Russian. Because I'm teaching her Russian. Say it. Izvini. She's like really quickly and quietly. And then of course we go on. But it does so much. Not only to the person that is asking forgiveness from somebody. But also to be able to receive forgiveness. We have experienced the power of forgiveness in our lives. Because we have been forgiven by Christ. We have been If you have experienced this power of love that came from above. You also have experienced the power of forgiveness. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You have experienced what the power of forgiveness is. In Ephesians 
chapter 1 verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, in accordance with his, the riches of his God's mercy. We have forgiveness in him. He covers us. And he accepts us. It's because he chose to forgive me and you. So many times we talk about love and it's so true that it's the love of God that, that brought us the goodness, the mercy of God that brought us to the repentance. But the forgiveness of God goes line in line with his love. You cannot forgive if you don't love. You cannot love if you don't forgive. It goes hand in hand. I remember when I was growing up. I'm still growing up. Some of you are looking. You already arrived. No, I'm still growing up. In so many areas. But in my 20s, I was not the best example that you can take from me. And of course, I like to argue with my parents. If they ask me to do something, I would be like, why? That doesn't make no sense. I would just do the opposite. Because I tell you no better. And there were a moment that I got in an argument with my mom. And of course, I've hurt her. I've hurt her really bad, but... With me being in my 20s, I thought this, this is it. I am right and she is wrong and she needs to come and apologize. And I had all these things, what she had to do and what I had to do. And hours passed and she's acting normal and eats me up. She's acting normal with all the other kids. She's doing food. I mean, she's just doing all the things that she does. And inside of me, I want almost her to be sad and to, to actually feel the pain that I'm feeling. I wanted her to actually go and mourn a little bit. And, and I would be like, yes, I got my way. But she was just doing the opposite. She was just living her life. And that bothered me so much. And about, I think, two or three days later, I decided to come and ask forgiveness. And I come to her and I say, mom, forgive me. I was wrong. And all of a sudden, she began to cry. All of a sudden, she, her heart begins to melt. And, and she says, Pavel, I already forgave you. You are my son. You belong to me. This is what the power of forgiveness does. This is what God does with us. So often when we fail, so often when we fall down, we almost think, well, that's it. I'm lost. He's mad at me. But God is not mad at you. He already covered your sin. On that cross. And when you actually come and ask forgiveness from him. Do you know it actually does so much more to you? We think that you know what? I sin, repent. Sin, repent. And I'm not saying for us not to ask forgiveness. But what I'm saying is. It does so much more to us as people. Because through that when we are being molded into his image. When we are being humbled. And we say, God, have your way. Have your way. And he said, but I already forgive you. I already covered you. Because you belong to me. I could not understand what my mom was talking about. When she said, I already forgive you because you belong to me. You're my son. Brothers and sisters, if you're here today and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You're his son. You are his daughter. And the power of that forgiveness that came from above. That reconciled earth and heaven. That forgiveness is available for you and for me today again and again. Amen. Again and again. 
Let us choose to say, let me walk in that forgiveness. Because you're going to do more damage to you than to other people. And when we sin against him, let us come and say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And that power to forgive, it's in his hand. And you can experience this today. Praise God. When God forgives us, he means it and remembers our sin no more. Sometimes we think that God is like us. If we have a dispute with somebody and we say, I'm sorry. Do you know it's easier to say sorry than forgive me? You try it. To say sorry, it's like, okay, let's just do this. I'm sorry. And you just go out and you do your own thing again. But actually to say, forgive me. It actually, you begin to start a little bit. You almost like, you almost like are forgetting that word. Because it takes strength to say that word. But in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12 says, For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. See, when we come to God and we ask forgiveness from Him, the power of forgiveness that is available that comes from Him. He's not like keeping a checkbook and, and He's like, okay, now, now you don't deserve it. I'm going to remember your sin. Now I'm going to hold this against you. But He said, it's gone. It is gone. It is gone. You're almost like you never have sinned when you stand before God. If you're a believer in Christ and walking according to His word, life is not going to be perfect. At times you might fall. At times you might get up. At times you might be strong. At times you might be weak. But the forgiveness, it's always available for me and for you. And He does not remember my sin and your sin no more. What an amazing truth this is. To know that God forgives us and forgets about our sin. And sometimes we might be like, well, I forgive you, but I remember still. <laughs> right? Have you been there? Especially with our friends. When we're really close with our friends, we hang out, we do things and, and something happens. And, and we kind of, okay, forgive me. And everything is cool after that. And then you go home, but I remember. And next time something happens, see, I knew it. I knew it. You're going to do the same thing. And I have already a history behind it. That I'm going to keep all the things in my memory. So I can balance my things with you. So I, can, so I can push you away a little bit. Not let you close into my life. See? But forgiveness. It says forget. It says forget. Forgiveness does not say just reconcile and still remember. But forgiveness suggests that we are to forget. As God forgets our sin, we are also to forget somebody else's wrong that has been done against us. Amen. Amen. Point two that I would like to share is because God forgave us, we are to forgive others. You're like, what? Are you serious? You mean that person right there? Yes. Yes. God is commanding us. That we are to forgive each other. Amen. You know when we come and we pray before him. And we say the, the prayer. And we say God forgive me. And deep inside the Holy Spirit is saying. But you did not forgive that person. Oh but they did this and this and that. But do you know how much more we did to God? Do you know how much debt we have towards him? We have crucified him. Even though physically we were not there. But our sin has crucified him. 
There is one song in Russian language that I love. It says, the hands did not crucify you, but my sin did. You took the punishment upon yourself and you were able to forgive me. And now we are to forgive each other. Whatever wrong somebody did to you, you are to forgive them. Ephesians 4 verse 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. It's a command. We are called to forgive, to cover. And to be able to embrace this power of forgiveness that reconciles human being with the all holy God. The same forgiveness. God is saying you have to live by that forgiveness. And you have to embrace that forgiveness. And you have to forgive. There was a period in my life that I was really mad at one of my friends. And of course it's sometimes you just get mad. Let's be honest. Sometimes we get mad or, or we get hurt. It's because we're stubborn. And we have pride in our hearts, in our life. We don't want to bend our will. And, and we think that we're wrong and they're, we're right and they are wrong. And for that reason, for some reason, it comes hatred in our hearts. And it's so hard to forgive. So of course, it was for months. For months that unforgiveness was there. And that unforgiveness turned into bitterness. And that bitterness turned into fear. And I thought that that person is paying a price right now because I'm acting like this. I'm going to act all sad and, and I'm going to just be all fussy about it. And, 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 and almost like a punishment to that person. But all what he did, he brought issues in my life. So I remember one evening I had to kneel on my knees and bow my knees down and say, God, take it away. I can't do this anymore. What months, months and months. And I said, please forgive me. I let it go. You take control. You lead me. You guide me. I give up. And in a split of a second, healing came into my life. The forgiveness that comes from above came into my heart. And I was able to forgive. I was able to forget. And I was able to heal. What an amazing thing what forgiveness can do. It can bring joy into your life. It can bring laughter into your life. Forgiveness can bring unity in your life. Forgiveness can bring reconciliation in your life. And now I am friends with that person. We hang out. We talk. We do things. That's what forgiveness does. It forgets the past. And moves forward to the goal that we have. Because God is the source of forgiveness. God is the source of forgiveness. And I would like to share a story from the Word of God that as an example to all of us, how sometimes we as people experience forgiveness in different levels and we try to bring actually that forgiveness into our relationship with God. Is that only me or just you as well? Sometimes the way we have experienced forgiveness from each other, we have the same perception that this is how God forgives us. So this is how God does things in our life. And if those things are good, you bring positive experiences. 
But if we have a bad experience with our friends, especially unforgiveness and bitterness, we actually bring that and we have that perception that God is towards us like that. I would like to share a story, as I said, from the Old Testament about Joseph and his family. It was such a powerful, powerful story that impacted my life and still does. This story, when I was reading, I saw myself in it. And I would like to suggest to all of us, as we're going to go through the story, that Joseph will represent or is a type of Christ. And his brothers will be a type of all of us as Christians. Joseph's brothers never understood the power of forgiveness because they let fear and disbelief get a hold of their hearts. Joseph's brothers did wrong against him. Joseph's brothers sinned against him. And it came a moment that they says in Genesis 50 verse 15 says, When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay for all the evil which we did to him. You see, they hated him. They wanted to kill actually Joseph. They did so much wrong to him. They spit on him. They threw him out. And they came and told his father that the animals devoured him. Can you imagine the time that their family was living through? The pain. The shame. And the father is weeping and he's crying out. Where is my son Joseph? And his brothers are always walking in guilt. Not only in guilt but also in deception. And all these years that Joseph... He's in Egypt. All these years that he's in prison and he's with Pharaoh. His brothers are in pain and agony. His brothers are, are in confusion. His brothers are probably even thinking that we don't even have a chance to ask forgiveness anymore. We cannot even taste the power of forgiveness anymore from our brother because he probably is dead already. And they're living in this guilt. And of course it comes a day. That we all know there was a famine and they came to Egypt for food. And Joseph recognized them. Joseph saw them. And he had all the right to put them in prison. He had all the right to punish them. He had all the right to come and, and say, you did this to me and look where I am now. And now I have the power and authority to do this or that to you. But he did not do that. The Bible says he cried out with a loud voice. He began to weep that people around him heard him. And he says, I am Joseph. I am your brother. I am the bone of your bones. I am the DNA of your DNA. This is what the power of forgiveness does. It brings reconciliation. It brings unity again. It brings peace again. It brings hope again. What was forgotten, now it's found. What was broken, now it's getting healed. This is what the power of forgiveness does. Same thing, Jesus Christ. Being in the holy place in heaven. At the right hand of his father. 
Who would go? Who would bring reconciliation again? With the humankind. And Jesus Christ was willing to come and die on a cross for me and for you. Because he wanted to forgive you. Before you ask him for forgiveness. He already desired to forgive you. When we were yet in sin. Jesus Christ already died on a cross for my sin and for your sin. And forgave us. And now we have to come and say, God, I'm, I'm accepting you as a personal Savior in my life. The power of forgiveness can bring healing. The power of forgiveness can bring joy and a shout in your heart. But I want to focus now on the other side of forgiveness. Which of course is pain, anger. Bitterness. And most of all, it's fear. Let's read Genesis 50 again. Verse 15 and down. When Joseph's brother saw that their father was dead. They said, perhaps Joseph will hate us. And we actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent a messenger to Joseph saying, before your father died, he commanded. Saying, thus you shall say to Joseph. I beg you, please forgive the trespasses of your brothers and their sin. For they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespasses of the servants of the God of your fathers. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. I want all of us just to pay attention right here. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also went and fell down before him before he, on their faces and they said behold we are your servants joseph said to them do not be afraid remember this do not be afraid for am i in the place of god but as for you you meant evil against me but god meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive now therefore do not be afraid I will provide for you and your little ones and he comforted them and spoke kindly to them you know that I knew this story since I was growing up and when I was reading the story again some time ago the story has revealed another side to me you see that we all come to church and we all know the phrases already we all know when to shout hallelujah we all heard the, the story that yes we are forgiven and we are to forgive we understand the power of forgiveness Jesus came on the cross and died for our sin and we say yes and amen and yet when we go home we feel pain in our hearts because we as people have a hard time forgiving ourselves Forgiving yourself and don't live in fear. You see, Joseph's brothers, they have heard what the power of forgiveness is. It was available to them. It was given to them. It was offered to them. And Joseph really forgave them. But inside of their heart, they allowed fear to capture their lives. 
instead of the truth. And how do I know this? Because when their father was dying and he died, they, they, they brought a story to Joseph and said, listen, when your father, before your father died, he said, forgive them. Don't hold anything back against them. Cover them with your grace. Cover them with your mercy. And instead of Joseph saying, you know what? Yes, now is the time so I can punish you for what you have done to me. But he began to weep. And I ask a question. Why was Joseph weeping? Why was Joseph weeping when his brothers came to him. Bringing a message of reconciliation to him one more time. And a thought came to my mind. Maybe Joseph was weeping. Because he realized his brothers all these years at his table. Lived in fear. Instead of understanding the power of forgiveness. Do you hear me? The years that Joseph was his, with his brothers, spending time at the table, breaking bread and giving to them, smiles on their face, hallelujah, in their mouth. And yet Joseph begins to weep when he hears this. Because Joseph says, when I forgave you back then, I meant it. Because this is what real forgiveness does. But his brothers were in pain and in shame. And fear captured their lives. And because of that fear, they began to, to make up stories to come and impress Joseph. And Joseph began to probably hurt inside. And say, my, 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 you never understood the power of forgiveness. And the reason why they did not understand the power of forgiveness. Because they did not forgive themselves. They did not forgive themselves. Brothers and sisters, it's so easy to say Jesus forgave us. He covered us and those things are true and powerful. But we are required also to forgive ourselves. We are also required to let things go from our past. And embrace what God is offering to us today. And in my conclusion is. You see we can gather here today and we can smile, we can shout, but Monday comes and pain comes. And it's because you're having regrets from your past. And I have that in my life. I lived for years with the regrets and pain and all of those things that did to my life, I began to live in fear. I began to live in fear. But then when I came to him. He says. Pavel you never understood the power of forgiveness. When I forgive you. I do not remember your sin. No more. It's out. It's out of the window. You are made new in me. I'm covering you with my grace. I'm covering you with my love. Forgiveness brings hope to us today. And brings healing in our hearts. First John chapter 4 verse 18 says. There is no fear in love. But perfect love. Casts out fear. And listen to this. So, so many times we hear the sermon just this, this verse just to, to hear and people stop. But listen to this. Because fear has to do with punishment. 
The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Do you hear me? Fear has to do with punishment. And this is what Joseph's brothers were experiencing. Because they thought they're going to be punished. Because they thought that Joseph one day is going to smack them or put them in prison. Is going to repay for their sin. Fear captured their heart. But the Bible is offering to me and to you today. That perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love. Say with me. Casts out fear. One more time. Perfect love casts out fear. This is what the new covenant is offering to us. Forgive yourself. Let the past go. Receive his forgiveness that came from the cross. Forgive each other for you to have a good and happy life. And lastly, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Because perfect love casts out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. But Jesus Christ took my punishment and your punishment on a cross. So no longer you're slave to sin. But we are children of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Don't live in fear. Embrace the power of forgiveness. Don't live in bitterness. But embrace the power of forgiveness that can come only from above. And maybe the reason why you're not experiencing His forgiveness. Because we never understood His love. Because when His love comes in my life, in your life. Actually, there is no room for fear. And we will embrace forgiveness. And we will embrace forgiveness. It's amazing what forgiveness can do. It brought reconciliation in this family. Joseph began to weep. When he heard that his brothers all these years lived in fear that he's going to punish them. Jesus Christ paid the price for me and for you. And when you came to him and invited him into your life and asked him to forgive you. He meant it. He meant it. He meant it. Embrace the power of forgiveness, not the power of fear. Receive the love of Jesus Christ today. And the fear will be cast out. It's not your job or my job to cast out the fear. Only what we can do is say, Jesus, let your love captivate me. And by doing that, the love of Jesus Christ is going to push the fear out. And you're going to be able to live in freedom. You're going to be able to embrace that freedom in Him. In the name of Jesus, be free today. Be free today. From the powers of darkness. From the power of captivities from the enemy. And from the power of, of, of fear. Be free today. And embrace his forgiveness. He's offering to me and to you today. You have a choice. You have a choice. And my altar call is going to be simple. As I'm going to invite you please to stand with me. If you have done things in your life in your past as you can relate to Joseph's brothers today Jesus is inviting you to come and embrace forgiveness 
And not only to have to experience his forgiveness. But actually live in his forgiveness. If you're here today that maybe nobody even knows what you have done. But you know. But let me tell you something. Do you know somebody else knows? It's Jesus. You cannot hide anything from him. And all what you can do is just come as, as I came to my mom and says, Mom, forgive me. And she says, but I already forgave you. Because you belong to me. You're my son. You're my daughter. And that changed my life. That brought freedom in my life. And I want the same freedom to come into your life. Into your heart. Nobody might know what you're going through. Nobody might know the pain that you're dealing with at night. Or in the middle of the night. Or in the morning. Or at work. Because you're so afraid. What if people find out? But let me tell you something. Actually by coming and just talking with some of your friends. Or talking with the pastors. Talking with the leaders. And, and opening it up. Confessing some of the sins. Actually this is when freedom actually comes. And His love is there. Available to do this today for you. There's an old song that I love. I'm just going to read a few words. That says, I am free from the fear of tomorrow. And I am free from the guilt of my past. And it's all because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. So long we have wandered. But no more. Don't wander anymore in fear. Don't wander anymore in the worldly things. But come to Jesus. And experience and live in the power of forgiveness. In the name of Jesus. Lord we come today before you. And our lives are open before you. Before a word comes from our mouth you already know it. Jesus. You see our lives. You know the moments when we feel so so broken. You see the moments when we feel so ashamed of what we have done. And often we run to you and we say, Father, forgive us. And we think we got it. But then in the quiet moments, we're just going through a torment. Because we never understood truly what that forgiveness meant. The power of forgiveness. That heals the wounds. That brings a future. That brings joy and reconciliation. Oh God. You see my brothers and my sisters here that are in this place. I'm asking you to hear their cry and to answer them. Help them, oh God, to receive your forgiveness. Help them to forgive others and help all of us together, God, to forgive ourselves. To step away from the shame. And let your light shine upon our lives. God help us to walk in light. Not in darkness. Jesus I pray for you to bring hope in our hearts. In our families. Among our friends. And Lord sometimes we don't want to forgive. Sometimes we're so stubborn that. That the easiest thing it almost seems like. To be bitter. To let, to let fear come into our lives. Lord, but by your grace today we're asking you. Let your love get a hold of our lives.
Because your perfect love will cast out all those things that are not of yours. And help us to live in this power of forgiveness. Help us, oh God. Help us. Lord, let this service not just be a service when people go home and still battle with things. But you bring freedom in their lives. In the name of Jesus. We have nothing else to offer. But in the name of Jesus, get up and walk in freedom. In forgiveness, in love. Oh Jesus. You are the source of forgiveness. And you are the source of love. And help us to live by it. And accepting it. In Jesus name we pray. Now we want to praise you. We want to bless you. We want to worship you because you're faithful. You are faithful, oh God. Thank you, Lord. And in faith we can say that we receive your forgiveness. We receive your love. And we shall live by that. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that there is a future in you. And I thank you that there is hope in you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.